Hello and welcome to Illy's Coffee Talks. Season 3 is going to be about all my favorite topics including slow living, inner work, entrepreneurship, creativity, spirituality, slow traveling and health. I am Ophélie Cabanero, your host. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Nicole. Hello. Thank you for joining today. We just uh, come out of the looking glass and I joined your lunch class. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do this podcast today because you... You see both worlds. You see the medical world and the energetic alternative world. Mm-hmm. But first of all, um, if you want to say something about what you do, you can do this now. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, thank you so much for your invitation. I. It's so funny because I always wanted to do a podcast and I never had the courage and Here I am. So thank you so, so much for that opportunity. Yes, I do. So my name is Nicole um, and I um, I work as a nurse. I work as a nurse um, and uh, a yoga teacher and I am an uh, energy healer. The method I am using is called Theta Healing. It's, I think, not so known, but it's quite similar to Reiki. And I begin my working career as a nurse in psychiatry. I always worked in psychiatry. Um, And then slowly shifted towards the more holistic view of a person, I guess. And then um, get really fascinated by yoga, just for me personally. And then took a yoga teacher training but actually never really wanted to teach and here I am teaching (laughs) (laughs) so yeah thank you yeah so you said you are a nurse in a psychiatric hospital Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you see people who have uh, what kind of disorders so um It really depends, obviously, where I work. Um, I, during my studies, I worked in like a, a part of the hospital which was closed, which means that like there was no open doors. Um, it it was like ten years ago mm-hmm. or something, right? So this is not officially existing anymore in Switzerland because psychiatry did change. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this was like a closed unity, which means that there were like people which were a danger for themselves or a danger for society. And I put that in this clamen, entre guillemets, whatever that means at the end, right? But um, doctors decided that they need medication. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so there was basically everything. There was like psychosis, there was... Um, Um, intoxication of drugs there was like maniac people mm-hmm. uh, bipolar people mm-hmm. which were in the maniac phase and which were really 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 in a bad shape mm-hmm. right who couldn't take care of themselves mm-hmm. or people who wanted to kill themselves and maybe attempted to kill themselves mm-hmm. so that was during my some of my studies and then I worked in unities also where there were just um, depressive people, people with anxiety problems 
and there was the, like the focus was more on therapy um, and therapy can be anything right in psychiatry in Switzerland very often you work with different kind of therapies mm -hmm. talk therapy uh, but you also work with like body therapies sports stuff yeah. um, and and, and like, you were saying you gave them yoga classes as well yes yes so now since some years i do work as a nurse on and off in different parts in different hospitals so i don't have like a fixed job um and i did work in a place um where there were people who had um addictions but not towards substances but like behavioral addictions mm -hmm. So, sex addiction, mm. gaming addiction, mm. a gambling addiction, mm. or all of the three, <laughs> or whatever. And these were mostly... It was very interesting because I never worked with people who had this kind of addiction. Yeah. I met patients who had that, but it's not that long that there is actually like an awareness around this kind of addiction because there's loads of stigma mm. around it. So, addiction... Just in general, it's a stigma. And then behavioral addiction, like for example, sex addiction, there is like comes a second stigma on it. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard for these kind of people to find help, um, I guess. So what is done then when they come to the hospital? So um, this place, so it was a really small unity, I think there was only nine or ten people, it was mostly men, which is um, difficult as a young woman mm -hmm. can be difficult to work there, so it, it like the environment is quite um, special I guess, but it is I found it very beautiful to work there actually because they created kind of like a home feeling so these kind mm -hmm. of patients As it's of very often they are in a good shape, let's say they don't want to kill themselves or they are not like an, they don't have an acute danger to do something to somebody. Mm -hmm. So you can really work on them on a different level. Mm -hmm. And so it's therapy can be everything. It can be cooking together. It mm -hmm. can be eating together at the table and like have a personal connection. For example, people who have online addiction, they are in their world. They don't speak with anyone. I remember that we had a patient, he didn't walk more than 50 steps a day, mm. which is basically just go to the yeah. toilet and go back, right? So, and he didn't speak with anyone, like in real. And for him, therapy was really to move himself, to stand up in the morning, wake up, go to have breakfast and see a human and speak with this human. So mm. this is part of, of therapy, yeah. actually. And also creating community. This is a big thing for all of the addictions. Because addiction can take place for me only if there is no connection to your surrounding. Mm -hmm. And so what you actually do, and especially what you do as a nurse, is you create a connection. Your work is actually to connect mm -hmm. with this person and with this connection work with this person through some of the mm -hmm. problems he has or she has. And is it known that, or do they talk about trauma for addictions? Um, it depends where. Very of, obviously, very often there is any kind mm -hmm. of trauma or different traumas. Mm -hmm. In this specific unity, there were lots of young men 
and there was a lot of shame around um, trauma, which is weird, I guess for women it's the same, mm. but somehow, at least in my experience, somehow women speak more freely, which is good, which is uh, very good, but speak more freely about trauma. And trauma, I don't only talk about like abuse or something, can be anything, can be that your parents get separated when you were really young or that you uh, moved away um, when you were in a really young age and you lost all of your friends mm -hmm. or that you very often there was kind of mobbing in school yeah. um, so again a very disconnection from mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. having no community mm -hmm. no friends nothing or the feeling of not having one yes or just not feeling connected or not being able so autism mm -hmm. is, is a huge mm -hmm. subject another huge subject which might be never diagnosed but when you see them each day during several hours you see some uh, behavioral let's say special behavior uh, in communication or how they behave in a group and you can guess that maybe there is something around that as well or it can just be um, that they are not used to engage with people mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. And so you see, can it, is it interesting for you to, to see then both worlds, to see what is being done in this hospital or in these hospitals? And then you, <laughs> before we started, you were saying, because um, we were at the yoga studio and you're hosting a Theta healing mm -hmm. uh, evening on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And... And someone asked you what do you do and you say you work with energies and yeah. and it's quite hard to explain yeah. and you said then later yeah even you know when I speak like that in some um, I sound like a patient yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's so <laughs> it's funny good. Could yeah it could Some kind of patience. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, for me, when I, I, especially when I worked during my studies in these very close communities where there were really sick people, I mean, I have a lot of weird stories about schizophrenic. <laughs> yes, obviously, but like about schizophrenic. I will never forget a schizophrenic patient who talked to another nurse just next to me and told her, like, you have a light in your belly. And actually, she was pregnant, mm -hmm. and nobody knew. Mm -hmm. It was just like three months or something, and she didn't talk about it. Obviously, for work because of whatever reason, right? But mm -hmm. um, she didn't. She didn't tell anyone, and nobody no mm -hmm. noticed, and nobody knew, and you couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. So he actually felt it. He saw it, right? Mm -hmm. And I was always interested in in. Where is this line between sickness mm -hmm. and and maybe um, having abilities somebody else doesn't have, um, and and this this structure about what is normal, what is not normal, and 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 it's a lot about cultural stuff and a lot about the medical um, diagnosis limitations, yes, and limitations, which obviously in history helped a lot mm -hmm. of people mm -hmm. um, but 
but I think it's so so hard to to draw that line. Mm-hmm. And so I worked as a nurse, and I was so when I was younger, I was so sure about oh that is sick and that is not mm-hmm. sick, and I didn't work with energies or anything like that. I didn't assume any of these things. For me, it was really black and white, yeah. right? And then, well, life is funny, right? It leads you um, towards this stuff you don't want to see or. Um, there was always a part in my heart which was like, ah, oh, but maybe they just, they don't talk crap. Maybe they actually mm. really see something. And still you can see, you can be in psychiatry and you want to get treatment because it can be scary yeah, if yeah, you yeah. cannot channel it yeah. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but it was always like, oh, they just see things which are not existing. But then how actually can you be sure, right? Mm-hmm. Who is actually mm-hmm. really telling mm-hmm. that you... Can be sure, and for me, it's really still because I still work in psychiatry, and I still would give sometimes medications to people, and I don't believe that they don't see it. I would give medication because I want to release suffering. Like yeah. if you suffer, if you're scared, if you suffer, then you need to release that suffering. Mm-hmm. And it's it's before for me, it was more about you are wrong, you talk crap, this is not existing, yeah. and now it's more I want to help from another point of view but then yeah so I shifted over that line actually and working now as an energy healer where sometimes I cannot really explain what is happening I cannot really explain what I I do and then again Mm. I don't do anything right Mm -hmm. as a person but and still there is stuff coming out of my mouth (laughs) which I cannot really explain and then I think well if some of the people I work with could hear me Maybe they would give me medication, right? Yes. So it's a it's a weird thing. <laughs> so what what um, can you have examples of things you hear at, at your work and you think, oh yeah, that could be totally possible. <laughs> um, well, I didn't work so much with psychotic people or schizophrenic people who have like who are like. For me now, it's like this, that they have a very open vision and a very open, um, let's say, mind and that they cannot really really channel the information mm-hmm. they get. Mm-hmm. So it's a big chaos mm-hmm. and they get from every, um, every level of energy, they get some stuff in and they cannot really channel it. So, um, but just like, <laughs> can be anything. Like this, um, I see that there is, when people are patients were telling me there is like people in this room and um, they're haunting me and mm-hmm. I I I mean again this is the sufferance right they think they are haunting them but maybe they just see it mm-hmm. and it's actually there mm-hmm. but it's not maybe it scares you but they don't want really something bad because in my energy healing stuff there is some ancestors or whatever yeah. of my clients who show up and then they're actually there um so it can be anything. We in hospital, you would say it's a hallucination, mm-hmm. and in energy healing, you would we would say, oh, I'm channeling, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so cool. yeah, so so fascinating. The this time we are in right now that we yeah. that it gets easier to yeah. talk about it. Yeah, but again, I mean, I do tell in psychiatry that I'm an energy healer, but I think if I would 
tell it in details <laughs> what I do. Mm-hmm. I still feel <laughs> fear of judgment and 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 shame mm-hmm. around that, just in that specific context, yeah. right? And do you feel shame around that in other contexts? Less, much less. I mean, I used to not assume at all um, what I'm doing and. When I began these courses with Theta Healing, I was surprised that like I had to do nothing. And again, mm-hmm. I do some this something um, mm-hmm. right. um, and that I just feel things and see things I could not possibly know. I don't know mm-hmm. this person, mm-hmm. these people. I don't know anything about them. Um, and I see and feel stuff. They resonate, and they say yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. And so I could not explain mm-hmm. with my mind. So there must have been another explanation. Mm-hmm. And it was just no effort. Really just no effort. I just had to connect to yeah. that energy and then everything surrender. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it, which is hard to do. Yes. But this is the thing we talked about in when uh, as a yoga teacher Um, it's another story right for me and I I think that lots of people can resonate Um, I maybe I shouldn't say it but I die each time I do uh, or I lead a a yoga course your ego yes my my, and I just thought about that today that my ego really a part of my ego dies and I don't think that ego is something bad sometimes in our world Mm -hmm. in our Mm -hmm. bubble we say oh Ego is so mm-hmm. No, ego is really important because mm-hmm. then I, I believe we can we know what we are and we know who is somebody else and yeah. where where the border between that is, mm-hmm. right? The difference also. Because mm-hmm. when I when I'm with my ego then I know who I am, mm-hmm. right? But then our society and everything like tells us, Oh actually you are your ego and mm-hmm. then you identify yourself. So this is like for me the yeah. problem. Yeah, so my ego tells me horrible stuff <laughs> each time uh, before I'm leading a course. And each time I'm going there anyway, yeah. and I'm doing it anyway, yeah. uh, it dies. Because yeah. at the end, everybody is happy, and my ego is like, okay, well, <laughs> I try next week again, right, to tell her bullshit. <laughs> But yeah, that's because it's trying to protect you. Sure. And I mean... Part of me knows that, and part of me is like, oh, what do you want to, to tell me? And I acknowledge, uh, I acknowledge your your um, need, and I know that yeah. you served me at yeah. one point, right? I mean, I tell that in an ironic way, because this is like what you hear, you yeah. need to work with your shadows. and It's all true, but... Still, we all do it. We all do it. it's still funny. Yeah. And, and, but still, when I'm there walking on my mat and leading a, a course, it's like, well, I don't care. Just shut up, right? <laughs> yes. So, of course. Yeah. You don't have time all the time to yeah. take this time to communicate with your yeah. shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, what do you want to tell me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because first of all, you have to realize, ah, that's a shadow, ah, that's yeah. not me, okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and it's old stuff, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I know. But then, and energy healing is completely different, mm-hmm. because yeah. ego has no place, because I cannot, sometimes I cannot explain it from the beginning, so the ego cannot, cannot work against it, actually. It has no place. 
for me yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And and you also said you and I can relate. You don't prepare. You cannot prepare because yeah. you never know what's no. going to happen. No, no. The only thing is that I'm just connecting myself with the Theta Healing Method. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. Mm-hmm. And then I just ask that I'm the best possible guide. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it, right? I also do that, uh, like ask for guidance and that I'm of greatest support to this yeah. person. Yeah. But does it happen to you that you are sick after the session sometimes? Or you feel tired? Yeah, tired, yes. So what I realize, what I do all the time is I shower. Mm. <laughs> Uh, which is weird because sometimes at midnight I shower and at two o'clock in the afternoon I shower and whatever and mm-hmm. even if what I sh- just after yes I had to shower I have to shower after a session yes with someone. yeah okay. and even if in the, I do a session in the morning I shower I do the session I shower again mm-hmm. and it's I think it's really something and I always yeah. had that that water is cleaning yeah and I there is like a method that you clean yourself and that you deconnect yourself. Um, energetically yes yeah but uh, it's not enough <laughs> no it's not, <laughs> not enough it's not enough yeah, that's what but, I feel too yeah and I, I do feel tired sometimes but not that much because I think it's not what, very often when I do energy healing it's um, I'm not really in my body I don't know where exactly I am but it's not so much uh, channeling with my body it's not that somebody uh, an entity or whatever is taking over my body. Yeah, and nothing weird. And yes, nothing yeah. like this. Yeah. So it's really just energetical. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just open something and you yeah. are more present. And yeah, yeah. Have more intuition, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, And very concentrated and very focused. It yeah. feels like, like it's funny because meditation is a very hard practice for me. A very hard practice. And somehow during energy healing session, it does feel like I am meditating yeah. because I am really focused um, and very concentrated on what I see, what I feel, what I hear. And I ju- I'm just transporting it, in fact. Mm-hmm. And I don't have time also to think about it. In a yoga class, when mm-hmm. I'm leading it, I'm going in all directions. <laughs> I'm thinking about whatever happens. I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. Yeah. And energy healing, I don't have time to think. Yeah, yeah it's... Because yoga, you need to show something with the body. Yeah. Yeah, it's another level. I mean, with yoga, you can access energetical levels as well, obviously. Breathing practices and and whatever, different koshas, right? But very often what you see and what you actually do is is the very gross gross level with your body. You, you use yeah. your breath and you yeah. move your body. Yeah. And people who maybe are not often in the yoga class or whatever, they need to see what you do yeah. actually with your body to, yeah. to copy, right? So, um, and then there is a lot of thinking because you are in your body and you are with your breath and you are showing and you want that everybody is safe. And It's actually very hard to, if I may say, yeah. when I used to teach, I got um, injured more than once I think by showing you know yeah, yes. even though you practice before yes. supposedly yeah, you're supposedly not ready late, right mm. <laughs> we all do it during hours and hours and hours right <laughs> yeah. 
and we meditate. Yeah, yeah, of course, yes. just before class, all the time. Mm -hmm. And and then you need to show, and then often you, if you show just one side, yeah. super bad for you. Um, bend forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can you have totally to really look at the same yes. time at others. Yes. So it's yeah. you're not really you cannot be, or I cannot. I couldn't do it. I could not be in my body. And sometimes I'm not even in my body completely when I'm yeah. practicing, you yes. know. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's very tricky to to teach. Yeah, yeah, and to show things. And also, I realized me, but maybe it's because I'm nervous. But there is a lot of tension. Mm -hmm. So when I use, when I show the poses, I am so tense. <laughs> and you're like, fuck! I'm not flexible. Yeah, yeah. it's like shit. <laughs> I cannot do this stuff. I cannot show it. Right? What am I like and a teacher? Right? More stress. Yeah. And then there's like the ego again. What? You cannot do the bind? What is happening? Right? It's horrible. And that's what we were talking about before. This humor thing. Yeah. In yoga, sometimes it's too serious. Yeah. And you were giving me this amazing example of Bikram yoga. <laughs> Please talk about it again. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. My first ever class was a Bikram class um, many years ago. And I like heat, and I thought I'm not flexible, so I thought, ah, uh, well, the heat will help me to do uh, some things I cannot do normally, so I'm going to go there in this 40 degree room with like nothing on my body, yeah, and, and just <laughs> yeah, whatever. And I remember there were loads of like, let's say, 50 plus men. <laughs> Which is funny, actually. I remember that, and there was in a teacher in a bathing suit. Yeah, so yeah, it was great. Um, and so the teacher, I think I told the teacher that it's my first class and whatever, and then we did it. And then after the class, he came to me. I was like, "So, how did you like it?" And I remember, and I, I was not in the yoga world. I had no idea yeah. about nothing, right? Yeah. So really beginner's mind, and I was like. Yeah, it was good, but it's so serious. Why don't you laugh? And he looked at me like, like honestly, sometimes you look at a patient in psychiatry, right? And you're like big eyes. I'm like, what is she talking about? And obviously he didn't laugh. He didn't say anything. He didn't, was like, well, I'm not sure if he told something it's not supposed to be funny or something, but I thought like, hey, it's something I do in my free time. Yeah. It's something that should be good for me. And like, I want to find joy and like, because my work is not really joyful mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I want to do something good and I want mm -hmm. to be happy. Mm -hmm. Obviously after I realized that. You can you can look serious at the outside and be very mm -hmm. joyful at the inside, but but sometimes it is very serious. Totally, yoga oh, very serious and very like almost like with his finger, you know. Um, oh, you should do this, you should do that. You should be vegan. You should be na 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 na. na. Should 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 should. Yeah. And then you go in another prison because actually you do yoga to liberate yourself. Well, for me, to liberate yourself, to find yourself to be free of this suffering and free of this I should, I should and then you and then suddenly you need Lululemon leggings and you need this and you need sorry Lululemon um, you need and then you need to be in a certain way you need to eat in a certain way you you shouldn't drink coffee and you shouldn't blah blah yeah. it never ends right yeah and then you go into health coaching and it's exactly <laughs> that's what I yeah. said 
before us like maybe our parents or even before like what was in TV mm -hmm. was the truth mm -hmm. <laughs> they believed it mm -hmm. right and it was just like oh the media told it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. must be true mm -hmm. um, and now I think our generation and the generation after us um, we realize that TV might not be true mm -hmm. all the time or that it just might be a certain part of the truth Uh, but then social media, we suddenly believe that, oh, if somebody is telling, oh, I sell, there is just one place left for my webinar. <laughs> just one place, right? <laughs> then we believe it. And it's not true, right? What do you, you mean it's <laughs> Do you mean they are not sold out? Well, yeah, exactly. So this is this FOMO. <laughs> yeah, this FOMO stuff. Oh, there's only one yeah. place. I mean, in a webinar, I don't know. I think it's even unlimited place. It doesn't make sense, yeah, right. Right? right? Oh, there's only three places left. Oh, there's only two places left. Yeah. And they count down the stuff for this fear of missing out of people and then people buy from a place of <gasps> I'm missing out mm -hmm. this is not a good energy yeah it's true it's very much like that they send you 10,000 emails until you you buy it yeah yeah, yeah. this also is, is a yeah so so we said it's not the truth and very often I mean it can be the truth or like TV it can be just a part of the truth mm -hmm. but then um, very often it's not the truth yeah. Because right. I was telling you yesterday, there there are some teachers like you see them shine online, mm -hmm. and then you take their class and they're like, what? Yeah, and they yeah. they they seem so successful, mm -hmm. and they they maybe mm -hmm. are, mm -hmm. but then the quality is not necessarily. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are all different, and we mm -hmm. all have different perspectives, and mm -hmm. it's fine, but. I think what I always found tricky, and I still no now it's it's getting better, but uh, with coaching because it's I don't know if it's because it's one on one or I don't know the reason, but with yoga I found it really tricky to practice or to well practice we should do that too yeah but teach teach well and then market yourself yeah. and organize so many yeah. things 
but I think that's it came from exactly I think it oh my god I just realized something that's why I love to do this podcast <laughs> <laughs> just, just for me just for you <laughs> uh, that yoga was probably from a place of it has to come from yeah. me and yeah. and I didn't know all these uh, what you know from Tita Healing yeah. all these you can ask for guidance you yeah. can ask for help you can mm-hmm. also do a lot of inner child work and mm-hmm. release all your blockages work on limiting belief and all that I knew a little bit about that but now it feels much easier because I did the inner work that's mm-hmm. probably that's probably why it changed and that's why I um, recommend to everyone to do the inner work because life feels so much easier. Yeah. But so back in the days, it felt really hard to to be able to do both as an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. You have to do it yeah. all. Yeah, and I think now as you talk, I think it's so hard because part of your work on the mat when you teach or anything, you yeah. tell yourself, well, well, actually, it's not about my ego, it's not about me, it's not about whatever, I'm just transmitting the lineages and the teachings, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, like, <laughs> in, the, in the best case. If on you paper, can do that, yeah. on paper. <laughs> and then in marketing, suddenly it's all about you. Mm-hmm. And suddenly it's all about his ego. And suddenly it's mm-hmm. all about that you need to do fancy poses. Yeah. And I mean, we all know we are like conditioned. Mm-hmm. When we scroll through social media, we see all this whatever. Now it begins to see different body types, to see different um, yoga therapy practices. We we begin to see it, but but like it doesn't help. Just oh, more reality of Instagram when once uh, your hair is not perfectly done and you seem mm-hmm. to have no makeup on. This mm-hmm. is not not more reality, right? Yeah, that's it. Um, So it's all about this ego and all about what our eyes likes to see and our eyes Mm -hmm. are like learned to find beautiful. And then we want to... And for me it was always... First of all, I I don't think I fit in that and I don't want to fit in it. But then I need to frame myself differently and then I I wouldn't know how actually to frame myself. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be something else and different, but then how and what and... So this is like this struggle, right? Yeah. Um, to be truthful, to work, yeah. to work on yourself, to really be truthful, mm-hmm. and then to show that. And then at the end, if if you do marketing, I mean, you you want to sell something. Yeah. You want to. It's we live in this world. Yes. So, yeah. so you need to do it, but how can you stay truthful? Yeah. Without falling in that trap. Yeah. And you said before that. Um, we think that it's only worth something when yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. So stupid. It's so stupid, <laughs> but I agree. And I and that's why I also constantly work on, on my social mm-hmm. media because because when I go see someone else's I I first scroll yeah. through and like oh yeah that's pretty okay I'll follow mm-hmm. you know yeah, exactly. it is important if you're a visual person and you like nice things mm-hmm. it's important mm-hmm. but you also said that you went to a social media course that was so well designed and so pretty and in the end it's up yeah yeah I mean I'm sure that happened to some of us maybe lots of us <laughs> 
that there is somebody on social media telling, hey, I am a freelancer. You see, I'm on the beach in Bali all the time, right? And I can work from everywhere. And if you want that too, you just take my course, which costs, I don't know, how many thousand uh, Swiss francs or whatever. What? Um, and then you can be the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that those ads are on YouTube. I get them all the time. And yes, all the time. So right? <laughs> and it looked good, and she was nice, and she was actually it's selling a dream. Yeah. It's like selling. Um, yeah, it's, it's selling it's something like a vision. Um, Apple does that really well yeah. with selling emotions. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. That you resonate with something, yeah. and you you think that the only thing between your vision, what you want. And where you are now is one course mm -hmm. or one investment or one thing. Yes, exactly. Right? And I'm like, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we all, I it's mean, so I stupid, am like but this. Yeah. I am like this. I thought, oh, okay, I'll take yeah. this course. I will be a social media manager and then I will be fine. No, it was not like that, right? And so I paid a lot of money for at the end. I mean, I do know some things now about social media. Yeah. This is why I know that when there's only one place left, there's never only one place left. I mean, I don't want to tell that people are lying. Maybe sometimes there is only one place left. But I know that there's all a strategy behind, and which is fine. I mean, it's fine, but why not tell it? You know, why not um, yeah. be honest about it? Yeah. And what do you think about... Uh... <laughs> And maybe you have that on your Insta, I didn't check, but yeah. I've talked about this with another friend. This sentence, you know, like, I'm helping, da-da-da, do, na-na-na, with, whatever. You yeah. know the sentence you need to have? I didn't know that. Do you need to have that? <laughs> I don't. So you don't have I it. think I don't have it. I think that's very old. You know, social media changes all the time. <laughs> okay, you know. sure. No, make, I have no idea, no. It's a marketing thing, they also oh. like, you need to write that. Yeah, your niche. Let's your niche, and you really, and, and but that, I could never really do it, because I can help people do many different things, yeah. not just this one thing. Yeah. So, I really had troubles with that, and in the end, I never mm. write it, wrote it, but... Yeah, that's it's again all these things you have to yeah, do yeah, and are trying. Yeah. You need to find your your niche and your perfect client and oh, sales funnel and the whole oh stuff, right? Yeah. Um, which takes so much time, and then yeah, in that time, maybe you're not yes. working on uh, improving your skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say that, and I mean, I'm, I really love to take pictures and mm -hmm. and work on Canva, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, I really love this digital world, I think, I find it really satisfying to, to work here in the office and just do my little things mm -hmm. and my big things. Yeah. <laughs> See how I correct myself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. And, um, so I really love it and I was we we're going on holiday in a few weeks and I was checking all the blogs, you know, to, to see mm -hmm. what other people yeah. have done and I think yeah. it's great. But yeah. yeah, in the meantime, like my partner was asking, Oh, do you think they're really hiking? And I'm like, You know how heavy uh, drones and cameras and all this mm -hmm. and look at that fancy mm -hmm. backpack. If you're sweating like crazy, you don't want a fancy backpack like that, do you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I can yeah. totally relate. Yeah. I, and I think it's, I mean, yeah, marketing is marketing, so it's always 
showing something off and sometimes it's true and sometimes not. It's just that in our bubble of energetical healing, yoga, we want to be truthful. We, I hope, we want to be truthful. Uh, we want to, you know, live something positive mm-hmm. and and um, and then the world kind of forces you. And I still believe that there is other ways. It's mm-hmm. just I didn't find it. Yeah. For now, yeah. Um, there is word of mouth, but it takes yeah, longer. It takes longer, and yeah. when you are not always at the same place, mm, like me, like I'm traveling a lot. It's very hard to, yeah, yeah, of course, to get yeah. um, to get to know people which yeah. could be interested, right? Yeah. But then, on the other hand, and this sounds very cliche, but I I do believe also that the right people find you at the right time, and that maybe. In my beginning, when I did all this Instagram stuff and I tried to fit in and nobody came, it's because it wasn't really truthful to me, I guess, and also because maybe I was not ready. And maybe yeah, it was I good am. that there yeah. was nobody yet. Yes. I, and that the people which are reaching out, that they, um, that I am ready for them. Yeah. I'm talking now more about yoga and not so much about energy healing because, again, energy healing, I cannot do anything. And which is funny as well, because for energy healing, it seems to be a lot easier to get people than for yoga, yeah. But also because of yoga, you know, I'm not flexible, I didn't do it for a long time, no, 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 like they need to do something. And energy healing is more of this, oh, somebody will fix it. Yes, that's why I'm coming. (laughs) Yeah, like everybody. (laughs) But this this is how I I advertise it, right? You don't need to do anything. So I, I... I enforce that, that we, and it's true that they don't need to do anything. But um, in Tita Healing one-on-one, they don't need to do anything? Well, they just need to be, they need to breathe. But they don't, you don't ask them questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they shouldn't um, answer from like mm. a headspace, but more, so what you actually need to do is to connect to your heart space mm. and, and to feel the feelings. And that, that is work, right? It's not that easy. is work and that not everybody can do it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I did have some clients who came to me with something, with a specific question, and then we worked around it and whatever was being shown, I was like, oh no, 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 I don't have that. No, no, with my father mm-hmm. was everything okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you see? Never. Then, yeah, yeah, right? So no, I don't no, believe you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 I don't, I don't know why you see, Mm-mm. no, it doesn't talk to me, no, Mm-mm. Well, okay, so then... There is nothing you there can is, do. No, there is, yeah. like, nothing. Like, no, I, I want to work on that. Well, yeah, but mm-hmm. it's all interconnected, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we need to... And and then sometimes, yeah, it doesn't work. And then. So what was... You don't have to go into detail, but for mm-hmm. example, because I think it's an interesting topic, because often for coaching, for example, we always say uh, therapy, you focus on the past, and coaching, you focus on the future. But, yeah, I also disagree because if you want to go forward in your life, sometimes you need to have a look at the past and do some work yeah. there. Yeah. And so, yeah. was it something she wanted to create in the future and or relationships? Yeah, I think it was relationship, um, which was for the future. Um, yeah. yeah, and then obviously... 
Yeah. It was being shown to me that there was stuff in relationships before and then and then. And then, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And I think also, like, it's, it's a weird thing that we want to separate, for me, past with present and future. Because it's like a, a continuum, right? Like, you are in the present where you are because the past learned you something or you react to things mm-hmm. in your present mm-hmm. Because you have a history. It's not like you just dropped out of your mother's belly and you are here 30 years after, right? Like, we lived and there is experiences. And they sometimes help and sometimes they don't help that much. But it's it's important to know what helps and what doesn't help. And then you can navigate. And then the present doesn't always show in which direction your future will be. Because there is millions of ways you can walk in another direction. Yeah, it's not linear. Free will. Yeah. 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 So. And you also talked about ancestors. Ancestors. So. Yeah, ancestral work in energy in this energy healing. Yeah. Very often it comes up. Yeah. Which is obviously your past, and very often it's from generations you never knew actually. Very often. also what comes up is that, um, and I work very often with uh, women, some men as well, but for a moment it was yeah. loads of women, mm-hmm. um, that it was a lot about that they were women before also in other lives and that were, like, it was a lot of trauma, trauma around that. So a past life. Yeah, past yeah. life now um, also. But also ancestors that different... Um, generations of women already had that kind of stuff because how the world worked on that time and what come what came out mostly did you see a pattern very often well it's very general but very often is um i need to fit in and if not i am dying i am like the wish very existential And I think for women, for a long, long time, it was like that. Like, they had to fit in, they had to fulfill their role, whatever, as a mother or whatever. Yeah. And if not, I think it was dangerous in society yeah. and in community. The roles were very limited. Yes, yeah. And I, I have to fit in. Mm. Um, and I I cannot take a lot of space. Mm. Um And very existential. It's very often very existential. And very often, obviously, it was about life or death, right? And that's why... Because I worked on that kind of stuff as well uh, for myself. And that could be a reason why Mm -hmm. uh, we... Of course, we can do everything we want these days. Mm -hmm. But... Still, it's hard sometimes to put ourselves out there and go for it. And it might be because of that, men have been doing that for much longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then when I worked with men, with men, and it's kind of maybe classic, I don't know. It's more about fighting. It's it's Mm -hmm. very about um, this this warrior um, attitude. It's either you or me. Right. Like I'm stronger or you are stronger, but both of us, we like collaboration mm. is not existing. Mm. Like when you go back, 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 and if there was collaboration, it it was always what we do in energy healing, theta healing, also a lot is like cutting, cords. Um, cutting cords. 
between promises which have been made or um, like collaboration was always about well I give you that and you give me that right mm -hmm. and and there were loads of mixed ups energetical mixed ups and and yeah so yeah. that is more men with the men I work that comes up more often mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I I heard that once wherever I mm -hmm. remember and and I told my husband uh let's never tell each other that, that we will love one another forever because yeah. otherwise yeah. our souls in the yeah. next life will yeah. try to find yeah. each other and yeah. it's not necessarily good or yeah yeah very interesting what, mm -hmm. what did he say i'm wondering <laughs> Well, he's into this. Oh, right. Because my partner would like to, uh, what the heck? <laughs> he was like, okay. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds good. I want to be free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's I'm very lucky. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. So, is there anything else you would like to add? I think I talked talk a <laughs> You did. I'm sorry. It I'm was sorry. great. It was great. We yeah, well, find me on Instagram, right? Where I show nice <laughs> pictures of myself and there is always only one place left. <laughs> yes, perfect. Right? <laughs> perfect. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you. I'll Thank put you. all the links. Um, or what is it? Soul and Sparkle? Soul and Sparkle, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for joining. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. Mm -hmm.